Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. He reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is August 8th, 2021. It's currently 2.34 a.m. in the morning. Just in case you don't know, it's a Sunday. Yeah, I just got home. I wasn't working. I just got home. I took a shower. Had a long day. I went for a hike. Went for a swim. Went to eat some pho, which is a Vietnamese noodles. Then I watched The Suicide Squad. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about The Suicide Squad, if that movie is worth it to watch. Um, I'll try not to include spoilers. And then I want to get into some of this uh, paranoia. Oh my God, this world, oh, it's getting really frustrating. You know, I'm not saying it's getting frustrating to live in because then it may sound like I'm suicidal. But I'm not suicidal. I'm just saying I'm very frustrated in the way this world is just heading. I mean, it seems like people have gone full retard on me. And I, I'm sorry if, you know, people are getting offended, you know, with me saying the word retard. And that's another thing too. You can't say anything in this world without people getting offended. I mean, you can't even say, hey, what about that Washington Redskins teams? No, it's the Washington football team. Oh, no, wait, they were, wait a minute. They were going to rename themselves to the Washington Warriors. But apparently they, they found out that, oh, the Warriors, maybe, I guess, people who are Native American may be stereotyped of being warriors. And that's not a good thing. Why is it not good just to say your your ancestors were warriors? The Hawaiians were warriors, you know, everything. I mean, it's so bad. I mean, people are just looking to get offended. The, the, the generation right below me, maybe the generation, two generations right below me, are just looking to define themselves through victimhood. And uh, it's affecting politics, it's affecting medicine, it's affecting logical reasoning, it's affecting the way people invest. I mean, it is, it, it is just crazy. And, and, and it's even infecting the way screenwriters are writing movies because they're out there trying to say, wait, oh, wait a minute, we have to um, uh, in- include a Black Lives Matter or white supremacist narrative. We have to include some type of thing where, you know, the, the cops are bad and the black people are just oppressed and the Asians just have everyone hating on them. And we have to show that white supremacy actually exists in this world in the narrative that we believe in, you know? And it's not really paranoia. I, have, I hate to say this. We are in a perfect circle of paranoia. And it has nothing to do with, you know, your religion, your race, or even your political party. Americans have basically, not even Americans, why don't we say a big portion of the world's population has forgotten how to slow, slow down their thoughts and to, instead of reacting to their thoughts, they're forgetting how to comprehend. You know, they're, they're, they're forgetting how to think. All they want to do is just react, get angry, and just throw that punch. And they're not looking. They're not thinking. They're just, they just want to punch back. And, it, and again, it, it doesn't matter what political party you are. You know, a lot of times when I say this, because I'm a conservative, you know, a lot of conservatives are, t- are thinking that I'm talking about liberals or Democrats. No. On the Republican side, the conservative side, it's just as bad. It's really just as bad. And uh, it drives me up the wall. 
So, I mean, even th- even today, I mean, I have like, I, I like to write these short little status updates on Facebook. I'm sure some of you folks who are listening to me uh, um, read my status updates, right? And um, I have people that are conservatives, people who I usually agree with. You know, so many of them are angry at me because I took the vaccine. And here they are preaching, your body, your choice. So I can't decide to take the vaccine. I have to follow what you believe, right? And then the worst part about it is that they start posting these, you know, these things, uh, um, memes, like Facebook memes, to back up their claim. They said, wait a minute, Steve, look at this Facebook meme. Look what this other person said. Well, I just counter them and say, well, look what this Yale University study said. And they're like saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not believe this Yale study. Look what this person put in this meme. Steve, this meme. And I hate to say this. This is on the Republican side. And I get into these debates with people who, who keep trying to tell me that, you know, the, the insurrection that happened on the 6th, that Ashley Babbitt, who was killed, murdered by police. Oh, she's actually alive. She's an actress. And she's living somewhere. And her husband is actually an actor. Right. And, and, and all the family who grieves against them, they're all getting paid off by Joe Biden. And Joe Biden, by the way, is a clone and he's really not in the White House. And, and he's, he's, um, you know, you know, he's dead and he's being, he's in a, a clone is with them and, or an actor and everything is happening on a studio stage. Really? I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> and you can't get them off this, this train of paranoia. I mean, I, I try to bring them down, but this is on the right. Try to convince me that Democrats are eating babies, drinking their blood. Really well, smart, informed, intelligent people usually. And this is why the Democrats think, wow, those Republicans are just nuts. And they are nuts. They are nuts. They've abandoned all science. And then on the left, they've also abandoned all science. You know, they're out there wearing masks in cars. You know, they're out there, they're, they're vaccinated, they're wearing masks. It, it, it's nuts. You know, they're, they're out, and they're out there yelling at people if you're not, if you're, even though there's a mandate in Hawaii, uh, there's no mandate to wear masks in Hawaii, right? Uh, 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 outdoors. You can just gallivant around. I've been approached by, it looks like, a very, very rich white liberal over in Lanikai to tell me to wear a mask. He walked over me, over to me, to tell me, sir, please, wear your mask, be safe, social distance. And he comes over to me. He's not social distancing. And he's he's wearing a mask outdoors, walking by himself. He comes over to me to tell me to wear a mask. You know, and it looked, I mean, I can tell he has liberal all over him. Because liberals love to tell you how to live, live their life, live your life, and you should live like them. Even though... The man they, they admire is the biggest hypocrite out of all of them because Obama today, or was it yesterday, he's throwing his um, 60th uh, birthday bash, or was it 50? How old is he? 50? I forgot how old is he. Well, anyway, he's, he's throwing his birthday bash. He invited tons of celebrities. I, I would think maybe half of them are not his friends. And he's having a huge party over in Martha's Vineyard and a huge, nice Million-dollar property, I think it's $11 million. Beautiful place, right? And here he is doing this, and no, no one is wearing masks. 
and they're not social distancing. And if COVID is brought into there, one person can bring COVID into there, right? And it'll spread. It will spread because it spreads among the vaccinated and unvaccinated because that's just the way it is. Everything spreads that way. You know, everything spreads away. It's not, oh my, it's not the, it's not the vaccine that's doing it. And I'll get into that later on too, about viral shedding, which is all a big bunch of bologna. Why don't we just say that? By the way, for people who are checking me, I know it's bologna, but spelled bologna. All right, you don't have to get wise and tell me and email me, Steve, it's actually bologna, not bologna. People don't even get sarcasm these days. I remember a good a good friend of mine. We were sitting, uh, I guess, on the on on the sidewalk, and we're dressed like you know we're kind of dressed like um, bums because we were we're really into biking back then. But you know, my friend had an IQ of one sixty five or something. You guys a genius, right? And we love to ride our bikes, you know, hop on rocks and everything. But no, and when you first look at us, we just look like bikers who like to do stunt stuff. No one knows that I own a business and I'm you know and I'm halfway smart. I'm not an idiot, right? So we start talking, and then we're drinking Arizona iced tea. So my friend tells me, man, do you like this Azarona iced tea? And I said, dude, Azarona iced tea is freaking awesome. So of course, we switched the R's and the Z's, right? And this guy comes up to us and goes, I heard you too. By the way, it's Arizona, not Azarona. I just wanted to make sure you know. (laughs) What? What an idiot. What an idiot. And this is... This is the typical liberal, you know, you, you, the one who has to overcorrect you and you put themselves, put you lower and then put themselves higher while they're talking to you, right? Because again, you're an idiot or they have to always push you down. Oh, <laughs> and it doesn't really insult me. It's just, I find it so hilarious. You know, me and my friend, we were just cracking up laughing because, you know, the person who's an idiot who does is the person who doesn't get humor, it's like when we were, we, I think one time we did the same thing because we love to screw up words. words. We're saying California instead of California, right? It was like, uh, you know, California. You screw up the words and you switch it, like really bad dyslexia. And one of my friend's friend said, by the way, it's California, just to let you know, because I heard you saying California. I mean, California. It's California. You guys keep saying it. California. <laughs> really, dummy? <laughs> really? Oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, you can't escape idiots, can you? All right. So I want to review this movie, Suicide. What was it? That's Suicide Kings. Suicide Squad. It was part two. And uh, thank God, first of all, the, the, the person who directed the first one and wrote the first one was a piece of Oh, it was it was a piece of crap movie. The, the, fir- the first movie was only good because of Harley Quinn. Uh, the movie had was littered with problems. And so I thought that when I would watch this movie, The Suicide Squad Part 2, uh, which, includes, uh, uh, which, which includes Harley Quinn in it, in my fav- one of my favorite DC characters, and, uh, and Margot Robbie just nails Harley Quinn. And I thought, okay, finally, it's going to be a lot better. Well, I hate to tell you people, it's better, but not a lot better, all right? And James Gunn, who is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and a really good director, I think he he had, uh, he flopped on this one, all right? He flopped. 
it's not a bad movie. It's really not a bad movie. But the way he told the story, uh, there are there are scenes in there. There are just the way he the way he told it is like a Quentin Tarantino flashback this way, flash flashback sideways, flashback forward. Eight minutes later, eight minutes forward, you know, all these different types of things. Just tell a story the way it should be. You know, we don't need this cute little storytelling. It, it, it almost infuriates me when directors do this. You know, just tell a damn story. You know, when I tell you a story, I don't say, oh, I'm walking down the street eight minutes later, by the way, I did this. Okay, flash forward back to where I was. Oh, no, 10 minutes later, by the way, I did this. I don't do that kind of crap, right? It's... It's, if I kept doing that throughout my entire podcast or just in life, people would walk out on me. Why is it okay when you do it in a movie? It's not. It's really, really not. And by the way, for all of you folks who love Tarantino, love you know Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction is just a regular story told out of order. And all of a sudden, because it's told out of order, because it's Overly gross, overly, you know, um, uh, overly, uh, I guess, uh, uh, offensive. It's a genius, right? Because that's Quentin Tarantino's style to be overly offensive, to use the N word over and over and over again, because he's apparently, he's one of the only people who can use the N word frequently and not get kicked off. Even I can't use it on my podcast because if Spotify finds out, you know, then. they're going to ban my podcast. But Quentin Tarantino can see it all the time, and they won't. How's that? Isn't that weird? Anyway, I am just... uh, Today was a good day, but, you know, some things are just... Gets on my nerves, right? So, Suicide Squad, would I recommend you watching it uh, in the theaters? Absolutely not, because there's nothing special about it that requires you to go watch it in the theaters. You can watch it on HBO Max. It's completely fine, all right? And you're not going to miss anything. You know, the stereo won't be better. The picture won't be better. You won't. It's not one of those movies like Top Gun 2 where you want to hear the actual sounds of the, of the afterburners coming there and see these huge airplanes, real airplanes, no CGI, you know, racing across the screen, right? Um, <laughs> you know, the Suicide Squad had nothing, like no redeeming factors about it to, to, or, or, or no elements in it, not redeeming factors, elements in it that would require to you to watch it in the theater. You'll just waste your money. You'll, you'll pay $9 on, you know, for a soda, all right? Okay, people, when I get back, I, that's it for Suicide Squad, by, by the way. I'll do a in, more in-depth review on another podcast, uh, like a Screenwriting Saturday thing, uh, because I just don't want to get into spoilers. All, all, all I'll tell you is that watch it on HBO Max if you have it. There's no need to go to the theaters, all right? And uh, if you don't have HBO Max, you should get it because it's great. Oh, I also had one thing, one thing. Harley Quinn, the animation on HBO Max is way better than this. Way better. All right, people, when I get back from this commercial break, I'm, I gotta, I've been speaking for 15 minutes. I got to cut the commercial. Um, I'm going to talk about paranoia, this perfect world of paranoia that we're in right now. I'm going to continue on that. And I'm going to talk more about covid uh, you know, and uh, I just want to try to express my opinion of what's happening out there. Because again, paranoia, fear, anger, agendas, they're all infecting really good people out there, smart people, and they're turning smart people into idiots. 
There's no reason I should be smarter than them, but I am because I can think. I, you know, I shouldn't be smarter. You know, I feel like a genius next to some of these people you know, who are way smarter than me. <sighs> All right, here's the commercial. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. You're back to joining me from that commercial break. It wasn't too long, right? Not at all, right? By the way, again, for those of you out there who have booked with me, booked my services for Dream Weddings Hawaii, family photography, weddings, vow renewals, anything, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I make so much from this podcast when it comes to people who have booked through me, who have heard my podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. I'm going to turn this music down a little bit. I'm going to turn it back. Hold on. I like this song. <laughs> it's called Mr. Mischief, and I guess what? That's what I feel like I am. Oh, look, it's changing up now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn it down before my brain starts to fry a little bit here. Okay. Anyway, you know, I hope your weekend went great. My weekend was was really, really good. You know, I... I may sound as though I'm always angry or pissed off or something like that because I'm just, you know, when I do this podcast, right, you kind of have to overplay everything. You, you, you kind of just got to overplay your, your emotions or else you kind of sound flat, all right? So I am kind of overplaying a version of myself because for those of you who have met me in real life, I'm pretty much even Steven, right? But on this podcast, you got to go up, down, up, down. You got to be a little bit more bipolar on here. But anyway... Anyway, my weekend was good. Again, it's like I told you, ate some good food, saw a little bit above average movie, um, didn't buy anything in the theater because the prices are just, <laughs> they're just, everything is going high and the price of a movie, the, the, the price of a soda, at least here in Hawaii, a large, it costs $9 for a large soda. Now, there are refills on it, but when you catch the 1040 movie, you're not going to get a refill. In fact, when you get a large, you know, a large diet Coke, right, from the fountain, odds are you're going to be taking a taking a bathroom break so you can take a piss because diet soda makes you piss, right, like partway through the movie. So, you know, it's usually never good to get a $9 soda, like a really big soda, but anyway, but sometimes you just want to, you want to sip on something. But uh, I'll be honest with you, um, Pitmaster Keith and I, uh, we stuffed, we went down to the CVS and we stuffed our, our, uh, our, our little, um, bag that we have with us with a candy and soda. And then we brought it in. We, we, we brought in candy and soda contraband and together we only spent $14, which is the price of two soda. But we got, we got so much candy and we got like, you know, uh, that, the Arnold Palmer iced tea, which is great. We bought the Azarona one, right? The Azarona iced tea. It's not Arizona, it's Azarona. 
<laughs> Don't send me emails, by the way, about that. I'm just going to delete it. Okay. So let's get into COVID in Hawaii, first of all. Then we'll segue into paranoia because this is the state of Hawaii for you. So today we had another 600 cases here in Hawaii. And this is, and people are not, we went down to Magic Island today and people are, are just, they're, they're all over the place not wearing masks. They don't really care. They don't really give a damn. I don't really give a damn. I took the vaccine, all right? I took the vaccine. I don't give a damn. If, if I get it, which I may have already have gotten it, um, you know, it's just going to be a minor code to me because, again, I am very confident I have the antibodies in me to fight this. On top of that, I'm taking quercetin and zinc, which, which also is very effective in fighting COVID. So I'm kind of like doing a redundancy of protection here. I'm going outside. I'm not wearing masks. I'm fine with it, right? Now, could I spread COVID? Of course I could spread COVID because your regular table can actually spread COVID. If someone who has COVID on their hands touches the table, then I touch the table, then I touch someone's face, I have just spread COVID. If I touch my nose and then I sneeze, I have just spread COVID. If I go home and sneeze everywhere, I have just spread COVID. Anything can spread COVID. So just because you're vaccinated, it doesn't mean you can't spread COVID. That argument that, that the CDC put out saying that, oh, people who are vaccinated cannot spread COVID is the most ludicrous argument that goes against science completely. Like I told you before, I keep telling you all of this. I ask a lot of people, how many viruses and, you know, and pieces of bacteria do you think are on or inside your body everywhere? And they'll say, oh, maybe one or two. Oh, maybe a few hundred. No, it's a trillion, a trillion, all right? And you don't know that because your immune system is fighting every single harmful bacteria and, and, and virus off for you always, constantly. That's how great your immune system is, right? And your adaptive, your adaptive and responsive immune system. It's working in conjunction. And if you eat right, it eats even better. You get the right vitamin D or your thyroid's functioning and all these different types of things. It works perfectly. The problem with COVID-19 was that it was just novel. That's the only problem, all right? Now with the vaccine or with previous infection, you when you get COVID into your body, it's not novel anymore. And that's why you have the antibodies in there or the T-cell memory from the antibodies or from previous infection. So the virus is no longer novel. You can still carry it. You can still spread it. Like how you can still spread the millions of other of viruses and bacteria in your body, right? <laughs> oh, just because you're immune to it, it doesn't mean it kills off COVID. It, it, and that works for any, any type of virus out there. You can carry any virus on top of you, anyone, right? Have the antibodies for it, have good immunity for it, and all of a sudden you go to a place where that, people don't have immunity to it, you can end up killing a whole tribe. That's what happened when the quote-unquote white man came to Hawaii. Or even the quote-unquote white man, the Caucasians, right, came to the Native Americans and they spread all of these, these diseases that they've never even heard of. And, you know, again, the Native Americans didn't have 
immunity to these diseases. They just spread it on there. And the, and the, the white, the white men, right? Of course, they're going to say, oh, they're, they're murderers. No, no, but this is, this, this is just what happens. They didn't know they were spreading it. It's just on their body, in their system all the time. That's how viruses work. That's how it's spread. All right. Okay. So anyway, what happened in Hawaii? The COVID numbers went up. It went up really quite dramatically. I think today we had another 600 cases, which isn't that bad because the day before we had 600 cases. Now, this is very, very, very high from our usual. In fact, this is a lot higher than we've ever had, ever had before. So people are kind of freaking out. But here's what the state of Hawaii didn't do. They forgot to tell you that instead of, you know, before when we got a case report here in Hawaii, we would say that this is a positives. They would use the word positive instead of cases, right? So they'll say there were 200 positives, positive cases today, 300 positive cases. They, they use that word. Well, they dropped the word positive. Now they just say cases, right? And here's what I found out. I'm going to read this for you. State health officials have been including probable infections in its total case counts. Probable infections include people who never received a, a positive test, but are believed to have had the virus because of their known exposure and or symptoms or because of a positive antigen test. So again, probable is this very wide umbrella. So here's the thing. They are believed to have had the virus because of their known exposure. So let me give you an example of what happened just recently. And I found out the story. Uh, a person on Facebook, and it, it, this is confirmed, right? Their family is currently under quarantine and, and a, fr a friend of their family. So what happened was that a friend of their family went to a party and at that party, someone had COVID. They literally had COVID, right? Now, the trace, the, the trace contactors, the contact tracers, they went to that party and they said, okay, you got COVID and you don't have COVID. But then they said, you know what? Everyone here is going to, we're going to assume that they have COVID, even though they didn't test everyone. Then they would look down the line and say, where's your family and friends? Oh, you had contact with that person? They have COVID too. Now that family, who did they have contact with? Now they have COVID too. They didn't test any of them. None. That's their probable. All right. It just so happens that these other two families, they're all fully vaccinated. They have no symptoms whatsoever, fully vaccinated, yet now they have to quarantine for 10 days because the contact tracer says, you have COVID, you have COVID, you have COVID, go quarantine. So what is that now? That's almost like, you know, 15 people who, who, who are saying have COVID, but don't have COVID. You're just pointing the finger. And they're putting this into the, the data, the data pool now. So now in the beginning of the year, they're just doing positive tests. Now they're doing probable and positive. You know, back when I was like in high school and we're doing a science fair test, we could not pollute our data like this. If we, if we were to found out that we had polluted our data like this, we would have been disqualified or, you know, maybe sent to the principal's office or said, Hey, we're lying on our thing or, or get an F, right? Because you're, when you do a science, when you, when you conduct a science experiment, you're supposed to have controls in there, right? You know, you have to, you're supposed to have, you know, ways to control your experiment 
your variables so you can trust the outcome. Now they're putting in, in the beginning of the year, they're saying they're just positive cases, and now they're throwing in probable, and then they're telling the public, holy crap, we got 600 new cases now. Holy crap, panic, panic, panic. Get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. We have 600 people. This is serious. Now, there's no doubt about it that the Delta variant is a lot more, you know, a lot more contagious, right? But at the same time, these numbers aren't correct. These numbers are not correct. Now, here's the problem. When you go full circle, now, this is the problem here, right? We can't trust the data from our government. So now, on the, on the people on the right will say, you can't, you can't trust the government at all. So now when the, when the government comes out and says, you know, this Delta variant is very contagious and please get vaccinated, it will save you. Now the people on the right, the conservatives saying, whoa, look at this, they lied on their data and now you want to trust them when they say the Delta variant is more contagious? Don't trust them. That COVID is not even real at all. And again, this perfect circle of just paranoia, again, it comes full tilt, back around, and what's happening right now? You see a lot of people who should get vaccinated. I have to say, there's a lot of people who should get vaccinated because they fall into that risk-reward category where the award outweighs the risk because they have more than one comorbidity, they're older, and if COVID hits them, more than likely, it's going to hit them really bad. You know, I have some friends, I'm not going to say their names on here, but they're out there saying, you know, that COVID still isn't real, and they're out there telling me that I have 5G in my arm, 5G cell phone coverage, and the GPS, I'm getting tracked by the GPS directly. My coordinates are going up there from my arm, from my arm. You know, it's incredible because when I ride my bike, I'm a road biker, right? When I ride my bike, I put on RunKeeper. I use the GPS to track me. And that GPS, I tell you what, when I go under the, the viaduct and all those things, it can't track the hell for me. It can't track me. If I put my hand in over my phone, a lot of times it throws off my GPS. It throws off the miles per hour. But apparently, yeah, my phone has a huge battery connected to it. But apparently the vaccine that has no battery power onto it, no antenna onto it, has enough power to power itself, to, to throw a GPS signal through my epidermis to the satellites up there so Dr. Fauci and the CDC can all track me. And these conservatives believe that. They haven't even taken the time to slow down their thoughts and say, hey, wait a minute, there's a huge plot hole here but because they're so paranoid of the government, they believe it. You know? <laughs> and then you go full circle. Again, again, this is, how, this is how the perfect circle of paranoia works, right? So on the right-hand side, you're, they don't trust the government. And then, then the left sees the people over there denying a lot of vaccine science because a lot of, a lot of good people, now a lot of, a lot of doctors and everyone, a lot of vaccine engineers have created something very, very special. Now, one thing that's true though is that the mRNA vaccines are still very much experimental, very much experimental. We should not force the vaccines onto anyone. Never, right? Because medicine is an art. Health is an art. It's not standard. 
There is no one standard for health. All right? It's very much an art. You can't treat someone the same way. You know, you have two patients. Two of them come in for a headache. You cannot treat them the same way. It's like when you try to treat, you know, people just, when you work out, you have one regimen that works for you. You lose weight a certain way. You gain muscle a certain way. Your significant other, it's different. If you can work out the same way, it's better. But most of the time, it's different. For me, when I work out, I like to use psychologically, I like to use heavy weights, slow reps. I like to feel the weight and I work to failure. It's worked for me. But I can't train other people like that. You know, Pitmaster Keith trains like that. But some other people need lighter weight, lighter weight, more reps. Because, you know, their body responds better to that. Everyone's different. So why are we saying everyone needs the exact same medicine for COVID? Right? But then you have people on the left. And when the people on the right, they'll look at the people on the right. They say, look at those idiots out there. You know, they believe like 5G is coming from your arm and all those kind of things. And now they believe vaccines aren't there to kill people when they're not. They're not meant out to go out there. They're actually saving people. But they're both paranoid. They don't trust. They have trust problems. And they're both, you know, they can't accept the conversation on either side. And it's usually an either or binary type of decision. I had this other friend of mine who, who, who's a conservative and he told me, Steve, I can't believe that so many of you and my friends who are all conservative, they got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. And he, and he was saying, I can't understand why you guys got the vaccine. And, and um, you, know, you guys claim to be conservatives because if you're a true conservative, you're against it because that's what that's what Republicans do. They're against the vaccine. So again, just as bad as on the left, right? Where's my body, my choice? Oh, that's just words. On the, on the right, you have, don't take the vaccine. You're a conservative. And that's where a lot of them are. And that's why a reason why a lot of them are not taking it. Because a lot of them think that it's purely a political move. They do. They think that. A lot of them don't believe in this my body, my choice thing. Because again, when it comes to abortion, they're not, they don't care about the, the woman's, woman's choice, the pro-choice thing. It's always the baby's choice, right? Right? And they're all about life more than choice. Right? And we're, again, we're on this either or type of, type of thing. We're not talking to each other. You're not having a conversation. People are not slowing their emotions. They're just reacting. They're not contemplating. The contemplative mind has left the building. And here's a real problem too. You know, Dr. Fauci, right? Dr. Fauci, he's not an idiot. He's not an idiot at all. He's not stupid. But what he is, is that he is a conniving, <laughs> he is conniving. He may be downright evil because he has lied to you while knowing the truth. He lied to you about mask, back and forth, mask this, mask this, triple mask, no mask, everything. He looks like an idiot out there. Out there he was saying, oh, it can't be a lab leak. And now he's saying, oh, it could be a lab leak, right? 
He was out there saying that COVID was, the vaccines weren't going to be available and it wouldn't be safe if within four to five years. And now he's saying it's safe to take and it came out, it came out within a year. I mean, this, and that's the reason why a lot of people don't trust the government. And I wouldn't blame them because Dr. Fauci is all over the map. And he's out there telling people, oh, if you get the vaccine, you're, you're not going to be able to spread it. Which is totally false. Vaccines have never done that before. You're always good. Anyone can spread the virus. But it's up to the people out there. You know, if you want to protect yourself, get the shot. But it's still experimental. And some people, they don't need to get it. Not at all. Not at all. You know, I have a couple of friends who have had COVID. In fact, I have a handful of friends who have had COVID now. Um, you know, this Delta variant is spreading. One of them lost 15 pounds. Very beautiful girl. Very good, healthy. You know, good in good health. Um, but, you know, it, it hit her pretty hard. She was dehydrated. She had to go into the ER and get rehydrated. Because, you know what, something what, what COVID does is that it gets rid of your sense of smell. And then suddenly food doesn't taste good. And that's been a problem. But here's the thing. She didn't get treated for COVID. They just put her on a banana drip. That's it. Banana drip, by the way, is what they call the those those um, dehydration drip, the banana bags, because they're yellow looking. They look like pea bags to me. And, but that's what the nurses call them. Because it looks like a banana banana drip, banana color, it's yellow, and then has all these nutrients to make sure these people who are who who have COVID, you know, they don't die from dehydration. That's a problem. But again, you know, where do we go from here? I mean, really, where do we go from here? You know, for for me, I think, like, for my opinion, I think having an open mind, you know, maintaining the ability to have a conversation is the key. You know, we may... We may offend each other because anytime you have a conversation, <laughs> you run into the risk of offending someone. And in fact, sometimes offending someone, that's what we call comedy. There's such a thing called insult comedy, right? But now because the world is so, you know, sensitive, they can't even take comedy. And they're looking for the nearest lawyer Instead of, or the nearest opportunity to be offended so they can put it on Instagram or, or, or join a virtue signaling club to say, wow, wait a minute, I was sexually harassed or I was like discriminated against because of my skin color or my thoughts or because I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, I'm just discriminated because I am non-binary, two-spirit, cisgender, blah, 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 you know, like that, right? Oh, I'm just offended and I'm so angry and I want to, cancel that other person rather than just trying to have a conversation with that person. Say, for example, someone does offend you and why not have a conversation with them instead of trying to cancel them? Why go full tilt angry and try to get him fired from his job? Right? Are you that much of an asshole? Really? Right? And shouldn't we cancel you for being that much of an asshole? Where are we going, people? Where are we going? All right. Well, anyway, that's all I have for this Sunday, which is actually for the Saturday. Um, 
you know, I'm going to be, I'm, just on a one last note, I'm going to be uh, uh, podcasting on a different, um, a different podcast channel, uh, not for barbecue to movies. I'm always doing this, uh, but I'm going to be talking about uh, foods that I actually cook um, that are not barbecue related. I'm going to be doing this on Mojave Beach Productions, and um, hope, hopefully, when I when I get started on that, I'll tell you where to tune in, and uh, you can join me on that channel as well and subscribe to me on that channel. It's, I think it's going to be called the Lazy Chef. And I'm going to be talking about all the different things I like to cook on top of there uh, when I can. And it's just going to be about food. And I think it's about, maybe I'll try to keep every episode five to ten minutes and I'll teach you how to cook things that are, taste very good and, I, and they're very easy to make. And I'll be sharing with you some of my, um, uh, my family recipes out there that have been passed down from my grandmother, my grandmother to my mom, my grandfather to my mom, all old family recipes. Uh, very easy to make, very quick to make, and it'll be all on Mojave Beach Productions website. But I'll let you know when I get started on that. It'll be very, very soon. It may even be this weekend. All right, people. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're not subscribed to, to me already, please subscribe to me on Spotify or Anchor or Apple, right? But I'll be catching you soon. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.